Welcome, everybody, to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Anne, we're going to talk about a film written and directed by Emilio Estevez. The film is called Bobby. It's about the last day in the life of Robert F. Kennedy. It all takes place in the Ambassador Hotel where Kennedy was assassinated back in 1968. What a cast is in this movie. Harry Belafonte, Nick Cannon, Emilio Estevez, Lawrence Fishburne, Brian Garrity, Heather Graham, Anthony Hopkins, Helen Hunt, Joshua Jackson, Ashton Kutcher, Sheila LaBeouf, Lindsay Lohan, William H. Macy, Demi Moore, Freddie Rodriguez, Martin Sheen, Christian Slater, Sharon Stone, and Elijah Wood. Wow. All these people play people who either worked at or were staying at the Ambassador Hotel. I was very, very touched by this movie. Of course, I knew it was going to happen. I think most of you do know what's going to happen. Robert Kennedy is shot and killed in the kitchen. Well, I think we should mention, too, Les, that no actor plays Bobby Kennedy, that the only time we see him are in film clips. That's right. You know, Les, I liked Bobby right after I saw it. And then as I started to analyze it, the movie began to fall apart, and it was sad to me that that happened. I really tried to analyze it very carefully what went wrong, Mm -hmm. and it was the fact that the movie really was not about Bobby Kennedy. The movie was about 20 or 30 other people's lives and stories. That's exactly right. But the next point, I think, will drive home even more completely why I felt the film missed. Again, it's a screenwriting problem. Sirhan Sirhan, the assassin, is not seen in this movie until the last probably seven minutes, and then it's only fleeting. I felt that had Estevez developed a storyline for Sirhan Sirhan so that we could have seen these stories going at the same time. I think the drama would have been enhanced. I think that it would have been a much more noble movie. I think I would have been much more engaged as an audience member. The magic word here is drama and dramatic tension. There was none in this movie until the last eight minutes. And then, of course, it was all chaos. There was no suspense or tension regarding Senator Kennedy because, of course, we knew what was going to happen. But I think there was an awful lot of tension among some of the other people, very much the way Crash was put together. Well, I hate to say it, but sorry, Senator, but this was no Crash. (laughs) It was no Crash, but it was put together. In that genre, of course. For instance, you have guests at the hotel, Elijah Wood and Lindsay Lohan play William and Diane. Diane is going to marry William, not because she loves him, but so he won't get drafted and taken off to Vietnam in 1968. And of course, as the film progresses, they do find love together. You have an unhappily married couple, Martin Sheen and Helen Hunt as Samantha and Jack. She's a very shallow person, very much involved with fashion and all that sort of thing. And he's kind of amused by her. We have Ashton Kutcher as Fisher, who is a druggie who passes out LSD to some of the campaign workers. Lawrence Fishburne is wonderful in this film. He plays one of the chefs in the kitchen. And, of course, he goes home before this happens. But his conversation with Freddie Rodriguez, who plays Jose, the busboy, about race and about the blacks and the Latinos and what's going on between them. Then going back to some of the things that Robert Kennedy said about race and about society. It all worked for me, Anne. It just didn't work. I guess not. It didn't. I particularly liked William H. Macy as Paul and his wife, Sharon Stone, playing Miriam. He was having an affair with Heather Graham, who plays Angela. 
And she was kind of flirting with Christian Slater, who plays Timmons, who is the food and beverage manager. All the tension that goes on there. So I think there was a lot of tension in the film that had nothing to do with Bobby. That's right. And that's why I didn't care for the movie. Okay. And you know what? I think that maybe the movie shouldn't have been called Bobby. Maybe the movie should have been called The Ambassador Hotel, because that's what the movie is about. It looked like a bunch of performers came and did this movie all because they thought it was for a very good, wonderful liberal cause. But Bobby Kennedy deserves a better shake than this. And I loved Bobby Kennedy, and I know that you admired him as well. Tremendously. What the movie does have in there are these wonderful clips from the real Bobby Kennedy. Those will serve to remind us about the days when politicians were statesmen, when they were not afraid to introduce audiences and potential voters to the world of politics, literature, philosophy, religion, and art. Look how far we have fallen since 1968. It makes you want to weep, and that's why I was overcome at the end of the movie. I certainly was, too. Not because of the movie moving me, but because of the loss of greatness that this country has shown in the past few years. That's what I wanted the movie to be about. But instead, I thought it was a very cheap shallow, kind of cheesy approach. It reminded me less of the Irwin Allen kind of movies like Airport and Hotel and all those movies that are just filled with Hollywood stars trying to overcome some kind of a disaster. I'm not going to give this movie a red light. Strangely enough, I'm going to give it a very disappointed yellow because I want people to go to see it. I want young people to go. And maybe they will be intrigued enough to read a book about Bobby Kennedy. Well, I liked this film a lot. I'm glad you liked it. I am going to give it a green light, and like you, I'm going to urge everybody to go see it. It's wonderful to hear a politician like Robert Francis Kennedy speak what he felt, and he didn't worry about if he was going to offend anybody or he was going to make anybody mad. What would have happened if he had gone on to become president? Well, I would like to think that we would be a more literate nation. Definitely. And more eloquent. And that's what Bobby Kennedy brought to a whole generation. We wanted to be eloquent people. Good. Well, I'm giving it a green light. Anne is giving it a reluctant yellow light. Again, it's written and directed by Emilio Estevez and starring so many people that I can't even name them all again. I particularly liked Lawrence Fishburne. I thought he was I liked him too, brilliant. by the way. I actually liked Sharon Stone. I didn't, but I loved Christian Slater. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.